Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We are rounding out with day six of our Anxiety to Peace devotion on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up the Devo. Let's do it. There's actually three scriptures, and I'm super excited about them. The first one is Matthew chapter 10, verses 29 through 31, and it says this. What is the price of two sparrows? One copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. The next scripture is 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. And it says this. Such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment, and this shows that we have not fully experienced his perfect love. And the last scripture is Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 7, and they say this, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the old heaven and the old earth had disappeared, and the sea was also gone. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, Look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All of these things will be gone forever. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of water of life. All who are victorious will inherit all these blessings, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. The devotional says this, Life is full of uncertainty. I have a natural tendency to worry that something bad is going to happen even if things are going really well. In fact, sometimes I do it more when things are going smoothly in my life. This propensity to assume the worst correlates directly with forgetting God's goodness and care. You and I must remember that God is always with us and we will get to spend eternity with him. But if we're honest, eternity can overwhelm us because we are not positive about what heaven will really be like. Yet God allowed the Apostle John to see and articulate enough to excite and thrill us about what's to come. The new heaven and new earth are unlike anything our humanity can grasp. No more death, sorrow, mourning, or tears. I think it's safe to say no more anxiety or depression as well. God will be near, and we will forever feel his love and protection because we are his cherished children. In this last day together, I simply encourage you to meditate on the first seven verses of Revelation chapter 21. I pray that no matter how concerned or anxious we may be or how difficult our current circumstances are, we will find hope in what lies ahead. This is not just about clinging to the hope and peace that will someday be. This is about embracing just how much we are loved. The more we are reminded of God's deep love for us, 
the less fear's grip will be able to hold our hearts hostage because his perfect love casts out all fear. I love that. Me too. Yeah. Um, I was getting emotional reading Revelation 21. You know, those first seven verses, they're so powerful. And, you know, one thing I don't want to like harp on this too much, but as I'm sure you all are aware, a lot of the people in the early church were murdered for their faith. Mm-hmm. You know, they they were they went through some really terrible stuff. And yeah. a lot of us, specifically over here in the West, have so many freedoms and privileges and so many things that we do take for granted. That doesn't mean that we don't go through hardship because what you're experiencing can be hard because you've never experienced anything other than what you're currently experiencing. But that doesn't mean that they are forever. What is forever is the Lord and his love for us. Yeah. So so the reason I mention that is because, again, I don't want to harp on this too long, is that that's some of the biggest evidence for the truth of Christ, the truth of God. Because when you see how many people were you know, murdered for believing in this and they didn't give in, they were willing to uh, suffer. suffer and accept those punishments at that time. It really shows that there were personal encounters. There were real things happening that Christ did in these people's lives that they saw and they witnessed miracles. And it points to us, okay, yeah, okay, this is true. God really does love me. Mm -hmm. God really does love you. And we can cling to that. We can lean into that. The only constant in life is change. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I think we all wish we could just like pause life and then just enjoy a certain season for a longer period of time, but time is always rolling. It's unforgiving. And so for us to try to prevent it, it's just, it's a futile attempt, but the more that we embrace it and we roll along with the changes because we have a hope that, that doesn't change. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that'll preach. I think it's just so powerful for us and it really points to our trust in the Father and our love for the Father and more importantly, His love for us that doesn't change. And so, yeah, it could be great to go back and reread Revelation 21, 1 through 7 just to remember that the earth is fractured and broken. There is sorrow. There is hardship. There is death. There are tears. There are pain. There is grief. There is anxiety. There is depression, but not forever. Yeah, so good. It's just that hope that we can hold on to on the hard days, and it gives you that revelation of what's to come, literally, in Revelation. Um, And I think a lot of people get kind of nervous about reading Revelation because Mm -hmm. it's definitely like a harder book to understand. But at the same time, I was literally reading it two mornings ago, just sitting on the couch by myself, and I had tears in my eyes Mm -hmm. because – when it says like our names are written in the lamb's book of life, like this is what we'll get to experience. It's so hard for our human mind to understand and to grasp. And we still have so many questions, but I think the most beautiful thing about heaven is it will exceed every expectation that we have of it. Like nothing that we can even think of is as great as what God has in store. And so it gives you that thing to hold on to on the hard days. It's like mm-hmm. these people were were murdered for their faith, but they got to hold on to that's that's fine. Kill me. I know where I'm going. Like I yeah. know what's to come and it's so much better and it just it alleviates the fear. It's like 
fear no longer has a hold. It no yeah. longer has a grip because death was conquered on the cross by Jesus Christ. And so we as Christians have to live in that mm. freedom, in that joy of saying, devil, you literally have no authority here. When I use the name of Jesus Christ, you must flee. You are beneath, you are below. He has crushed your head. And though you reign here on earth and you wreak havoc here on earth, I have a heaven to look forward to. I have read the end of the book. I am on the winning team here. And so you can go back to hell where you belong. And I think knowing that you have that authority in Christ who gives you that strength you can get through whatever life is going to throw at you. Yeah. And you can stop listening to the fear. Yeah. You can stop um, allowing fear just to be normalized in your life where you just kind of accept mm -hmm. it. And make and, decisions based off of it. Yeah. That yeah. scripture just took a whole new light to me when it says perfect love casts out all fear. And Christ is that perfect love. Yeah. He came down to earth, lived a perfect life in his love for us and took the punishment that we deserved to give us eternal life with him. And it cast out all of our fears of what's to come about yep. fears of fear of anything because of his perfect love. Cause yeah. he is perfect love. So good. Want to pray something out? <laughs> I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for your love. We thank you for sending Jesus father to be the ultimate atonement for our sin. Father, we just thank you that we have, heaven to look forward to, that you've given us this eternal hope to hold on to, Father, that you've given us this book to read, to learn from, Father, that you say when we ask for wisdom, you give it, Father. You are not a God that withholds good things from your children, and we get to call ourselves your children. We get to bear your name. What a blessing, what an honor, what a privilege Father, I pray that as we bask in your love, your love will cast out all of these fears and worries and anxieties, Father, that they would no longer have a hold on us. Father, I pray that if the enemy has a grip on anyone who is listening in their mind and their thoughts, Father, that they would understand today that through you and your name, they have authority to cast him out that the enemy has no place in their thoughts, in their mind, or in their life, Father, that we get to hold on to you, that we get to walk as children of light. We love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When I was that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Hasta luego.